Hello there. And welcome to the Force Discussions with Hope and Kevin. I was I love that show Ned. Ta- uh, Ned. You you already fucked you already fucked up the title of the show that you're watching. It's called What is it? Wait. You don't even no, know. No, because I didn't watch it, but I asked you, what's the name? Ned, Ned, to, to, Ned to Earth. Yeah, Ned, Ned to, Earth. to Earth. I didn't even watch the fucking show, and I know. You're obsessed with titles. I'm obsessed with content. I, I'm a, I like co- good content. Too. Oh, but it was really funny. It, it was like definitely like kind of like kid funny, but at least they had well, enough adult jokes in it there. It said it was rated PG. 13. Uh, no, I think it was just PG. Like parental guidance. So it was like. You know, as long as you're a parent is with a kid, like if a kid watched it, they probably wouldn't they wouldn't understand if yeah, anything just, was I dirty. Just, I just found it very funny because it was it was just making fun of talk shows. <laughs> it's like, what do you need for a talk show? Oh, you need a sidekick. Okay, well, you put on a Hawaiian shirt and go over there. Well, <laughs> why, why am I going to go over there? <laughs> I mean, it did look um, it did look funny, but I, I have a feeling that it's going to get old. Well, it's it just came out like. A couple months ago, I guess. No, it just came out a couple of days ago. Oh, even better. I love it. Um, well, it premiered a couple of days ago on, on Disney+. Plus. Ned to Earth. I love it. I love and, Ned. Well, he already has, like, a father on it that's like, oh, have you talked to the Admiral? You mean Daddy? Oh, God. <laughs> he's like, uh, yeah, yeah, the Admiral. He's like, yeah. He's like, well, isn't your job to blow up the Earth? And he's like, um, yes, but mm-hmm. then we discussed it. We discussed that I like everything there, and uh, we're going to do a talk show. So we're delaying the takeover. No, we're canceling it. No, hmm. we're delaying it because we're not doing it now. We're gonna. We might do it later. I, I don't know. I, you know, forget it. Whatever. Just get over there. Put on the shirt. <laughs> um. Sorry, I was just making sure that I had everything ready for today for today's. Podcast. What are we talking about today? Um. I mean, we don't have to jump into it right away, but. Uh, I noticed or I saw online that um, a lot of TV shows and movies are getting reboots or sequels or, you know, what have you. They're getting, like, revamped in some way. And uh, there were a couple of articles about, like, uh, it says, nobody asked for this, but all the TV and movie reboots and sequels of uh, 2020. And then there's another one, every TV show and reboot coming in 2021. All right. So what's the... So pretty much every show that, whether we like it or not, is going to be rebooted because they can't... Because they can. Because they're running out of original content. And those people are still, you know, trying to act. Yeah. So if they can do a project, they'll be like, yeah, let's get him in a project. I still want to have a giant project where everyone pretends they're in the Brady Bunch boxes. And they have to try to do whatever the song is, but the song's bro- broken. So it just keeps going with like, and just like, everyone's like, like, all right, act like this character. And it doesn't even have to be the Brady Bunch characters. I literally don't know what you're talking about or where you're going with this. No, I'm not going anywhere. I just really want that. Like okay, thank you for that little introduction. I want that to be a new carnival game where people just like go up and they're like, "All right, we're gonna stick you in this box and see how long you last." And like, just playing music. That's fucked up. I guess it's just a form of torture. I guess. Yeah, it's. Can we go I mean, back to the reboots, car- you fucking psycho? Oh, I mean, that's definitely a carnival game. Oh yeah, sure. <laughs> can you stop being so creepy? Is it um, creepy, or is it just? So the first show on the list, I'm not even listening to anymore. I don't even know what you said, so forget it. Um, Saved by the Bell. Okay, so Saved by the Bell, not that it's had a reboot, reboot, but it's already had sequels. Like they had when they were in the college years. And yeah. then I remember and there the was Pensible one. And the followed them to college, which was creepy as no, hell. No, they didn't. It was, they had like a coach slash RA. It was just, it was weird. It was obviously out of Bayside. It didn't work. And then they went back to Bayside with another series that was like in the late 90s. It was like for our, supposed to be for like us, for our generation. Yeah. Um, so they've already tried. And then they did the new class. That's what it was. They did Saved by the Bell, the new class. So they're having class. a new one on top so of all So now they're doing... But this one looks and sounds very, very different. So what is it? So 
It is um, uh, the reboot, which is planned to be on Peacock, which is NBC's streaming network. It's actually free. I looked into it, and it's actually pretty cool. It has a lot of NBC shows. and. So what's what's the point of the show? So the f- series will follow a new group of students at Bayside High from upper and working class families who clash after the latter group is transferred to the school as part of a political PR move by California's cu- current governor, Zach Morris. Zach Morris is trash. Zach Morris is trash. He is trash. So He's a trash straight. human being. So He's a fucking governor. So let me get this straight. He... he grows up to be a shit and he becomes governor. Yeah, but, but so I just... So the point of this is for a political campaign, they're changing how many kids to the school? I don't know, but it says it just says the working class families will be transferred to the school. I don't know. It doesn't say how many. It so, says most of the original cast, which is not true, are going to return, um, including Elizabeth Berkley, um, who played Jesse. Jesse? No. Who played... Was a girl? I'm so excited. The one that cried, saying, "Yeah," so and she like yeah. was on drugs. Yeah, whatever sure. that girl. I can't yeah, remember. We're getting it's the Jessie. Yeah, I think it's Jessie. And no, she's not druggy, but Mario Lopez, who was AC Slater. Mm-hmm. Unlike the original show, it will be a single camera comedy with a heavy meta focus, courtesy of showrunner uh, Tracy Wigfield, who created Great News. Great News also, I know this show, Say by the Bell, also has ties to Tina Fey, who. Um, help I develop. can see that. If Tina Fey's involved, it's going to be something. I have to say, I su- there's a there's a trailer. Uh, okay. And it made me laugh. Like, I'm not going to lie. Like, I was not expecting... It's not Saved by the Bell. It, I will just say that. It's not Saved by the Bell in the way that you think it's Saved by the, by the Bell. So it's a like, story. In one scene... Mar- so Mario Lopez's character works at Bayside High, naturally. He's like a coach or yeah, whatever. Gym. Yeah, whatever. And... Person. um. He has, like, two kids in his office who, they must have gotten in trouble. They were fighting. He's like, listen, I know what it's like to fight with your best friend. He's like, actually, he looks at one of the kids. He goes, I fought with your dad about a girl. It was actually over, turns to the other kid, over your mom. He's like, and then I fought with your dad, points to the second kid, over your mom, points to the the first kid. So, So, so it's Zach Morris's kid and uh, Jesse's kid. So like, so the boys are friends. And Mario Lopez points out that, oh, basically, I fucked both your moms. <laughs> like, Or I got in fights because I was trying to go after both of your moms. So Isn't that so age-appropriate? <laughs> so pretty much he's admitting he's a sexual predator. No, 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 no. He's saying that when he was in high school, he, was a sexual he got predator. with both of those kids' moms. So he's telling. He's just being a weirdo. He, so you, no teacher much, needs to tell their students that they fucked their mom in high school. Well, I mean, maybe to win the argument, but it doesn't seem like he was winning. <laughs> unless like, you want to tell them, and by the way, you're my son. Like, unless this is a Vader moment. Like, but anyway. That'd be kind of funny. It does look kind of funny, but right, other, I don't see it lasting. What other reboots are on the list? Um, Daria. You know what? Um, my cousin Carrie would like that. I know, but... Actually, I like Daria, too. I, I like Daria. It was, I mean, especially for its time, it was very it funny. Was very funny, way ahead of its time. Um, it's not exactly a show suited for the most earnest millennial era. That may be why Daria herself won't lead the show of the new reboot. So it doesn't really make uh, sense. It's not really even... So that just... duty will fall to her friend, Jody. Comedy Central has picked up the series, which will star and be executive produced by Tracy Ellis Ross, who's in Blackish. She's also Diana Ross's daughter. And follow Jody in her life as she graduates from college. So it's not really about Daria. Like, I I would love to see a Daria. I actually, we rewatched Daria recently. And I remember I tweeted something about, like, the what the future could be, like, right, in, or what the now could be for Daria. Like, where would so they be So is the show called Daria? Yes. And there's no Daria. Well, she's not the... Uh, well, it says Daria in parentheses Jody, whatever the fuck that means. So let me get straight. Why don't they just call it Jody? Well, they might be, and the way they're getting people to bite the bait is, is by, by saying, saying it's Daria. About Daria. Anyway, wow, that's so a, that that's a trick. Um, the next one, Avengers, but with Batman, right? That's that's kind of <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> no, it's more like the Avengers, but like just Iron Man or just <laughs> yeah, uh, but no, they've done the really... Hulk. Um, okay, Walker. That's work, though. Walker, that thing, I think that's what the new one is going to be called. And in parentheses, it says 
Walker, Texas Ranger. So I never watched it. It's going to be Jared uh, Padalecki, who was in Gilmore Girls and Supernatural. Um, and I guess uh, he's going to be the star of the reboot of Walker, Texas Ranger. It's supposed to be um, go, uh, coming, oh, January 2021, so not for, like, another year. Okay. Did you ever watch the original? No, all I remember is seeing just... No, actually, I don't. I, I remember watching the... I remember watching the uh, the beginning. Like, the, the beginning, like, sequence the of, intro like, or Walker, whatever. Texas oh, Green. okay. And I... And I, I'm sorry, And then you're like, and I'm bored. And done. Well, because <laughs> a kid is like, this is fucking boring. The only time I've ever seen Walker, Texas Ranger is courtesy of the Conan O'Brien show when he was oh at the God, late night. He kept, and he, he had, because they were on NBC mm-hmm. and they owned the rights to the, the, the show, crank. he had yeah. um, the Walker, Texas Ranger lever. Yeah. And randomly, he would just be like, oh, blah, 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 blah. Walker, Texas Ranger lever. And just pull it. And they would have to show, like, A it was like 15 scene. seconds. Maybe thirty seconds. It you was, gotta give Conan credit. How can I waste oh a couple of minutes it on was, my show? No, I think it was to get better Bam, ratings. Walker. It was get to because I guess a lot of people watched it or whatever, even in syndication. One of the things he also did to get better ratings was just to have a car chase. So they had like the little co- toy cars like in his hallway, and they like faked a car chase using like Hot Wheels. And they're like breaking <laughs> car chase happening, and it's like his like staff like going through the hallways of. 30 Rock. Like, just, like I was just so, it was so funny. That's funny. Okay. All right, what's um, the next one? Punky Brewster, which in all honesty, I only watched a few episodes, probably in syndication, when I was a kid. I just remember thinking, I thought she was cute, and she dressed funny, and she was, like, cool. Oh, Punky. Oh, Punky. Oh, Punky. And I liked... Uh, and that's so funny that he was in that, mo- that show, because he was in Airplane. Yeah. And he, and when he's, I don't even remember the character's name, but when he's like the, um, I don't know stepdad. Quoting. Oh yeah. He's so like stern. I guess Freddie Prince Jr. will play Punky's ex-husband. So it's about Punky and her kids, like her raising her kids. I feel like that's every show reboot. It's just like well, because I they're have all kids mom ages I now. am divorced, or my husband or wife has been killed. Yeah. Punky. Like, no offense. Like, that's fine. Like, I like her. Her name is so unique, but it's Soleil Moonfry, which I think Soleil means sun in French, I think. But um, she, why does, why does Punky need a reboot? <laughs> like, it's not a huge demand. Like, I never, ever had someone go like, you know, you know I who really we need? to watch TV. I really want a show like Punky Brewster to come back. <laughs> that's what's missing. Um, that's okay. What, that's what's destroying America. No. Not enough Punky uh, Brewster. Punky. We would have had Corona if there was Punky, Punky Brewster. Punky Brewster was on. here. This would, Corona would have been easy as hell. Yeah. I would have been at home watching Punky Brewster. Brewster. Um, okay. The Ren and Stimpy show. Ooh, that is Now, not did you be watch it. this? Hell yes, I Oh, God damn it. So now I have to get divorced. No. Um, I watched that show. I didn't like. You know, go over myself going like, oh, I watch Ren and Stimpy show. It's just like, did you watch Ren and Stimpy? Yes. You didn't discuss the Ren and Stimpy show. No, because it says... You... Yeah, it's, it was watchy as hell. It says, to this day, Ren and Stimpy show, the Ren and Stimpy show commands a loyal cult fan base, although an adult-only spinoff mm-hmm. from 2003 failed to ignite interest. Like, this was on at a time that I definitely shouldn't have been watching it. I was definitely too young, and I just remember being gross, and because I was a girl, I was like, I don't need to see cartoon violence, like I see in a violence. Cartoon violence, cartoon gross. Like, it was gross, gross. yeah. But But why did you like it? Because it was so different. It was like every other TV show that had cartoon, like, we had a great set of cartoons at that time, but like... We did. We had we had Rocko's Modern Life, we had Rugrats, and I liked Rugrats. I I liked Rugrats. Um, But there was... There was different types of cartoons that made it so that there was a lot of adult content on it, and the idea of it was to make sure that adults could watch could it watch too. Could watch it with their with kids. The kids. Ren and Stimpy is not a Ren with your Stimpy kids. Ren and Stimpy got thrown in there during a time that they had other shows that was like just scraping the border of like, oh, this could still be, this should be PG-13. All right, it's going to be PG because we're just making it. And then they said, hey, Ren and Stimpy. 
And then it was like, this is not for children. It's like, you got no rules against it. So Ren and Stimpy was one of those shows. But it was on, like, wasn't it on MTV? Yeah. Or Comedy Central? It was on, it was on a regular, it was on Comedy Central later. It was on MTV, and I don't I, I think first, that was the same time as like Beavis and Butt, uh, before Beavis and Butthead. No, I'm sorry. I think it's going to be on Comedy Central. I think it was on MTV. I'm pretty sure it was on I, I MTV. I think it was MTV. But regardless, oh, Nickelode- Nickelodeon, Nickelodeon had it. Nickelodeon had it for a while. But they had the censored version, I think. I don't know, but I just remember it was fucked up. And oh, it definitely it shouldn't have been up. for kids. It was, it was very gross, and it was very funny. It was made for teenage boys yeah. and like college boys. Yeah. And... No offense, but that's not a huge market to market to. And like yet it was on for years. No, it was only on for four years. That's, five, that's five still years. years. That's the okay, years. Fine. Does that mean that it was on for more than one year? That means yeah, years. Fuck you. Next. Okay. Um, this sounds dumb. Grease. I'm not not joking. This is what it says. A reboot of Grease. Wait. Get ready for the subtitle. Rise of the Pink Ladies. What the fuck? We can skip this one. Um, no. oh. And... Fast forward. Oh, and thank you for joining us again. We're going to talk about Battlestar Galactica. Now, I never watched the original, but I did watch a, a, a docu-series about TV, and it talked about how groundbreaking this show was. And even though it was set like in space, they didn't show a lot of like outrageous aliens or anything like that because they wanted to keep it grounded in a more reality like this is what the world and how our army and like would have to to function if aliens were part of our reality yeah and so i thought that was cool like wait they don't have a lot of aliens but then i thought wow that's actually even that's scarier because you don't see you don't see it well, I mean, it's the same thing with um, Star Trek and Stargate, um, those kind of shows. The reason why it was groundbreaking was because they had to eventually have something, some sort of reality. Mm. Star Trek, they went way beyond because they, they incorporated a lot of aliens, and so did Star, uh, Stargate. But they made it from Earth's point of view, mm-hmm. which they didn't go like oh we're going to make it from the alien world that we've made this is how we're going to do it they made it like how would this affect us if we had if we knew we had this technology how would our governments actually react and that was it was pretty cool to watch but also i mean it was a, it was a I want to watch show. it i have to look up i'm sure it's streaming um somewhere but i do want to watch it cuz you know i think it would i think i would find it interesting i mean we like star wars Trust yeah me, i know it's like, not Exactly that, but no, I you know would that like it. It, I you would, would like probably be you would interested. like you would like the first season definitely. Yeah, um, it does go a little like they do try to do some stuff, and but you know it's what? Not too there crazy. are shows, uh, sadly, that I've abandoned. Yeah, um, but you'd believe like it. But yeah, I so I was looking to Battlestar Galactica. So that's actually going to be on Peacock, which is NBC's streaming service. Okay, the next one, we don't have to talk about it. I'm just going to tell you Gossip Girl. HBO Max is producing a sequel slash reboot of Gossip Girl. Next. The end. Simpsons um, did it. Oh, it's, and it's not going to come till 2021. Okay, I know you don't care, but I'm just going to say this real quick. Clueless. So, I love the movie Clueless. There was a TV show which was, okay, it wasn't bad. The And now they're doing... Um, they're bringing something back. So, uh, CBS had initially announced plans to adapt the film into a new series in 2019, but um, this year it was revealed that the show will move to Peacock. So, God damn, Peacock has a lot of work. Um, describes the show as a baby pink and bisexual, blue-tinted, tiny sunglass-wearing, oat milk latte and Adderall-fueled look at what happens when the high school queen bee share disappears. What? Again, the main character is missing. And her lifelong number two, Dion, steps up into Cher's vacant Air Jordans. Next. Next. The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Next. No, I just want to see what it says. I loved the Fresh Prince. I did too, but it did. There's some things that should not get a reboot. Well, no, only because because it was so original and it was so important. I mean, unless... Unless it it's like so a complete good. yeah, if it's a completely new like, everything, yeah, I'll go for it. But if it's if another, it's like, if it's, I don't think I don't think the people are coming back. I think it's. Um, I hope it's a different 
family. I really do. Like, you can still tell that type of story with a different family. I just don't... I'm really tired of the reboots being off of someone with a... Uh, this is my life after I've grown up. I have children, and it kind of similar to what I was when I was a kid. Okay, like, so what it says it. is that it's being shopped around. Um, so it's not, this is not set in stone. Um, and it's reimagined, uh, they reimagined the lighthearted series, uh, as more of a gritty drama. So that's all that it says. And Will Smith, um, is supporting it, but there's, there's no news beyond that. See, for me, the, the new Fresh Prince of Bel-Air was was the show Blackish. For me, that's what it was, and it's really good. Um, yeah. I, I I have seen that show many times, and I'm the worst with names, unfortunately. I, I, I don't I, watch it enough. I um, I just I just remember from watching, the last time I watched it, which from all oh, the Oh, doesn't it have Lawrence Fishburne? Yeah. Yeah, yeah she's that's a, absolutely great He's in fantastic. It. I mean, the whole, and, um, oh, Anderson. Or, What's his name? Yeah, what's the female lead? I'm trying to think of her name. She was awesome. Now I have to look it, it up because she was fantastic on it. I was pretty much watching it just because she was on. Is it. it Tracy Ellis Ross? Um, yes. So that is Diana Ross's daughter, and she, but she's is an actress. Anthony Anderson. He's fantastic too. And I remember, I know that I watched it when it was. First on, and I know the kids are probably older now, but I remember when they were younger, and I thought these kids are very talented. Yeah. Like, chi- like the child actors that have been on television for the past like ten years have knocked my socks off, like in general. But anyway, I digress. Um, I don't know how we got. Oh, Fresh Prince is like yeah. that's like yeah. Well, I don't know. We'll see um, how they do well, it. Well, I mean, it's not the same concept. But no, it's, for me, but that's it's the, the modern. It's, it's bringing a, it's it, a that modern, story into the mo- the yeah that story into the modern times. I just loved it. It was just a good. I don't even care if it has an agenda or anything. It's just a fantastic show. Um. Okay, the next one, which I can't even believe this. No. MacGruber. MacGruber. You yeah, MacGruber. Will Forte's the, oh my famous God. SNL character MacGruber, an extended parody of MacGyver, it's, has maintained a surprisingly uh, surprising afterlife given that the actor hasn't been on SNL for close to a decade. A film based on the character was released in 2010, which was awful. What? But the movie's not good. Oh, my God. I like the movie. Okay, well, it's returning okay, to the small screen on Peacock. It's going to be a full series order. It's expected to premiere 2021. I'm, I'm sure it will obviously will have Will Forte. Probably every SNL alum is going to come guest star True, through yeah. that thing. But you know, what, you know why I like those kind of shows? And I know it's Because not... you get to see old uh, SNL. No, I like well, it that's be... why I like them. Well, I like it because there is always something quotable from those type of um, shows. Yeah. Wayne's World, anything like that. There are so many quotable... It's not like Everyone goes like, oh, isn't that great of a movie? I'm like, yeah, it may not be a movie you're going to watch over and over again, but it's so quotable. Well, like, Anchorman. Yeah, exactly. Like, the, although I could watch that movie. Like, I know it's stupid, but there's so many quotes, and I'm like, it's stupid, but it's fucking hilarious Oh, there's a, My favorite part in the MacGruber movie is, like, they're at the... Ver- they're at the, like, getting towards the climax of... The, the whole thing and they're sitting mm-hmm. there at a fire like just talking about stuff and all of a sudden whatever the enemy is they start firing bullets at them and go oh my god and he grabs his friend and puts it in front of him as a human shield <laughs> runs to the car throws him in the back and starts driving the guy goes oh my god how'd you even know I had a bulletproof vest you had a bulletproof vest <laughs> and he gets so mad so quickly he's like what do you mean you didn't know I was like oh yeah I totally knew Oh my God! So MacGruber is getting—it's going to be on Peacock. So I guess NBC like got a whole bunch of shows. Good. Animaniacs, another blast from the past. Steven Spielberg produced. It's going to be a reboot produced by Steven Spielberg. Um, It's slated to premiere this November on Hulu, as well as Pinky and the Brain will return for the show, which already was greenlit for a second season, set to premiere. In 2021, I would love to if, see Animaniacs. If it's going to be Animaniacs, though. Today. Yes, it's going to be if, Animaniacs. No, I mean, like, Animaniacs where they didn't have as many rules on them. They had a lot of rules. They had, like... Yeah, they, but it's today. This isn't 30 fought, years ago. I know, but they fought a lot of things. Um, Yeah, it's uh, November 20th. I mean, we have Hulu. It will be on Hulu. So we'll have to see. I bet... I, I hope it's good. I'm sure that we're going to like it. And then they'll have Pinky in the Brain. I used to love Pinky in the Brain, too. One is a genius, um, the other's insane. 
uh, keeping with animated shows, Beavis and Butthead. Comedy Central, his reboot Central, the network will debut Beavis and Butthead, uh, courtesy of the original show creator, Mike Judge, with two new seasons already ordered up. Judge said, it seemed like the time was right to get stupid again. We're already there, so yeah. yeah. Why not? Oh, yeah. Okay, so this one talks about, uh, this article talks about Daria and Jody. I guess it's going to be called Jody next. Okay, A League of Their Own. Amazon ordered a TV adaptation of A League of Their Own, co-created and executive produced by Abby Jacobson, who was on Broad City, with Grant, uh, Will Graham. Um, it's going to be an hour-long series based on the early years. Now, of the professional baseball. I love A League of Their Own. There's no crying in baseball. I would... I would pro. I would be interested in seeing a series. I would too. But it needs to be different characters. Yeah, it's been totally, can't, it can't even can't, be don't Jimmy Dugan. Like, it should honestly be because Jimmy Dugan wasn't a real person. No, nope. real people. Yeah, actually. But if they don't want to go that way, if they want to keep it still fictional, just create new yeah, women. Create a new create coach, new women and, new, and just take the stories out. A new right, yeah. a new premise. But I would um, watch that. I would watch it. Who's the boss? Tony Danza and Alyssa Milano have signed on to reprise their roles as father-daughter duo in this sequel, which is in development at Sony Pictures Television. It will take place 30 years after the events of the original series and center around Tony's relationship with Samantha, now a single mother living in the Everyone's original show. a house. single mom! Men are shit, dude. I know! What the hell happened? Honestly, I'm waiting for it a doesn't single say, dad show. Her husband could have died you we don't know we don't know what... everyone's husband dies divorces or is a pothead every it's like literally they have only three things they do and they just take a dart they're like all right what Some, we got dad i got it dead no sometimes art imitates life uh, what i'm saying is somebody this is happening to people this, in real life this happens with moms too i know like there's no there's single dads out there that are doing okay i'm not gonna say they're doing great they're probably doing okay but like, god damn it, does every single show that's a reboot, like, I know, like, some of the shows were based off of those characters and, like, well, we'll just make her a single mom. Hmm. It's okay to have them, like, I don't have any children. No kidding. It's That's pretty much what everyone's doing, a lot of people are doing right now. Like, I don't want kids. Why? Mm, I don't want Listen, it's not going to run for 100 years, but I'll probably watch it because it's nostalgic. It's the people, the Gen X... And the older millennials who grew up on this stuff, and now they're seeing their favorite childhood characters in the same situations that they are in. Like, I get the appeal. Because Gen Z, or sorry, Gen um, X and the millennials, we're the ones that are home absorbing all of this, you know, content. So they're going to feed into our nostalgia because we are, like member berries, are remembering when things were not Member berries Awful. is from South Park, uh, a group of berries that people ate to remember things. Right. Like, they're trying to feed us our nostalgia so we don't think about how <laughs> shitty it is today. I remember. I remember. Okay, the next one, only just announce it. The Weakest Link. Do you remember that show? The the reality show? You are the weakest link. Goodbye. You they have the to televisions? An- the, 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 bad- the game show. Where they have to answer questions and who oh are, and in like a, in like a row and whoever that's gonna be the weakest show. Goodbye. It's not gonna. Right. And so Jane Lynch, who I love, is hosting it, but I don't Sorry. see the point in bringing it back up. Um, Chucky, sci-fi is making a TV reboot of Child's Play. Have they done this before? And a scorned Jennifer Tilly is gonna reprise her role um, as the mother. No, sorry, as a love interest of the ginger serial killer doll. The new show will see Chucky showing up in an idyllic American town and causing chaos as horrifying murders begin to expose the town's hypocrisies and secrets. So I, they did a movie, and Mark Hamill, which we still haven't watched, did the voice of Chucky. They I just heard it was made very a, good. It wasn't? I heard it was very good. Oh, and Aubrey Plaza plays the mom from hmm. Parks and Rec. Um... So I'd be interested, but th- that's not what it is. So that was like a whole new Chucky. That was like, just don't make Chucky into Dexter. I just, I, Dexter, I don't know. But it's gonna be. Make... It's bringing Jennifer Tilly, who plays his like the bride. Um. So Sci-Fi is doing that. It doesn't have a year or anything, but uh, 
it it's uh i guess it's in the works the next one is goosebumps I know. I don't know what she. I'm I don't watching, know what our dog I'm is doing. Watching our dog, and she is lifting up every pillow and every blanket, and <laughs> she's like looking for something. She's, oh. she's she was either trying to find the perfect spot, but she like moved every blanket and pillow around her. So she essentially just made a pillow for it. Yeah, on our bed. She's a princess. She owns I'm every. She was making a pillow for it. What? Well, she moved. She likes pillow. pillows and blankets to lay on. Like she likes like when you leave a pillow like at, at the, the end, end of the yeah. bed, and she'll lay oh, on. It tastes it. funny. She's I'm like, sorry. What were we talking about? Goosebumps. Do you remember Goosebumps? I did. I I was it used to scare me. Yeah, I know. It was a, It was meant to. I still remember my. It was my favorite. It was like I don't have a favorite episode of Goosebumps because. Why would you? Why would you? They're scary. Um, you don't like sit there like I was so scared. Oh, let's watch it again. No, I don't do that. Um, but I remember the riddle one where like a kid was for some reason on his own, which is every goosebumps. Oh, every every show. Hi kids. Like an I'm gonna thing. have you go back to our house in this cab, and the kid goes in a cab, and, and he has to... never heard from again. No, no, he's he, like the driver keeps tells him like, oh, I'll, I'll give you a free fare if you can answer these riddles. And he never oh, in this episode. In this episode, yeah. And then like he essentially like gives him all these little riddles and he's able to solve them. And then he makes this weird deal where he's like, I'll give you this if you if you solve this riddle. And it was that was the <clears> dumbest <throat> riddle ever because I'm it was probably the only time I ever sat in front of a television going like, It's the riddle answer is a hole. It's a hole. You put a hole in the barrel. Oh my God. <laughs> like and this kid's like, Oh, uh, what what? Lights up a barrel, <laughs> but you don't put it into the barrel. And when you close the barrel, it's did you not ever lit. read the books? No, because I, did, I not. did, and I used to. Is it, it just, you know, they would have that point where they were like, if you choose a, go to oh, page. page yeah, yeah, so yeah. what I would do is because you could tell which way was going to be like the worst ending. <laughs> so go to that page and like read a little bit, and if it was like too, too scary, scary yeah. I'm like no, 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 and I just go back to the the light ending. But the TV show, I, I don't. I just remember. I can't remember any specific episodes. I just have like specific images in my mind, and I just I do remember being scared of it. Oh, I was scared. Of and it. the Crypt Keeper. That oh, scared me. I, I be, only because that fucking skeleton. Yeah, he's so scary. Like why? Like what? And and is it? And I'm I'm a it's big a kids fan. show, I'm right? A big fan of puppets, but like, damn, it was, it was like that wasn't a puppet. Tales from the Crypt Keeper, but that like was a it's monster. for kids, right? Fucking TV Y seven. Are you out of your fucking mind? That show. That's Y seven. If you want to go to therapy, can you imagine today? Oh no! Kids play video games that young, where like, oh, they please. they like murder people. So never mind. No, no, the murdering's not. See, kids don't care about the murder. No one ever cares. Oh you have... wait a minute! It was also animated. That's why you could get away with more. Gross, not the original like... one. The original Crypt Keeper. That was not animated. No, not him, but the show itself. Oh yes, there was an an... it was an animated show, but like, the Crypt Keeper himself. Was... No, he wasn't, but the show itself was animated, so that's how they could get away with like yeah. scary stories. But he was a creepy looking dude. Like when I was seven, I was like, I don't fucking watch this. I like, love... where's My Little Pony? I love watching any TV show when there's a when they're like anything that's like TV Y uh, seven or mm-hmm. something like that. And they all go like, ah, like it's like all Batman rules, like I don't kill people. And then it's like, yeah, you. You just threw that tank off right. a cliff. What? Yeah, you know that plane that you you just knocked out of the air? There was probably like a hundred or so people on there. They they crashed. They had to die. Uh, I don't kill people. The bad guy's got to become my friend in the next series. But like, yeah, but what about all those innocent people that you just threw all those rocks down the cliff? All that really just destroyed. If it serves their narrative, <laughs> they're like, it's fine. They find a way. Like, or, I didn't do it. The rocks it. did it. You caused the rock slide. So, um. I actually might watch this, even though I was too young for this re- this original show, The Wonder Years, which was on I like in the eighties. Yeah. Um, I think into the nineties. But Lee Daniels will executive produce a reboot of The Wonder Years, um, which will pilot on ABC, but this time it will focus on a black middle class family during nineteen sixty eight and nineteen seventy three, the same time frame as the original series in Montgomery, Alabama. So it will be interesting. I would watch it, but I know, I feel like it's going to be like, 
it's gonna be heartwarming, like, but it's gonna be sad. Like, it's there is there is no heartwarming TV shows anymore, and that's okay, mm. because we're obsessed with the drama on every mm. television show. So if you don't have drama and you have at the end of the day, like Family Guy is the only show I know where it's like, well, everything's back to normal, and we're just like. No, it shouldn't be. How is that possible? And he's like, well, we're back. Next episode. Da, 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 yeah. da. Well, it's animated. I know, but like I, every other show, like any other show, they're like, because we had this episode happen, now this person doesn't have a pinky. Okay. It's <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. so okay. true. That's so many shows are like that. So anyway, The Wonder Years is getting a reboot. So I, I'll, I'll lose all the pinkies. It. That's that's how you get me Wonder Years. Okay. Get me by taking off all the pinkies. This one sounds a little <laughs> fucked up. And I don't know how this is going to work, but it's The Little Mermaid, but it's in development with NBC. Peacock, which doesn't so make sense because it's supposed to be Disney. Yeah, it's not But it happen. says but NBC's pickup, it's in development. Peacock is set to air Washed Up, a single camera comedy following up the series The Little Mermaid. The plot will center around Ariel 15 years after marrying the prince. Don't but tell now me she's, she's a single mom. Miserable, <laughs> no, miserable, unmotivated, and in a loveless marriage. What the fuck? That is so. That that's not the Little perfect. Mermaid. That's like that is the Little Mermaid. That, yeah, that's like SNL's version of the Little Mermaid. That, it sounds like the Little Mermaid to me. Well, what I mean is, fifteen years later, and she's if like sad I could and totally, like depressed. Uh, yeah, she's been eating her comrade fish people for the last. Okay, that sounds years. like bullshit and hearsay, and I don't know what that is, but we'll see if that becomes something. SpongeBob SquarePants. This, I thought he's, it was still so on. Oh, is it the Patrick Star show? Oh, God. They're not going to do a Cleveland show. Please don't tell me they do a Cleveland show. The animated spinoff will focus on Patrick, his family, and his gig hosting his own late night talk show. It's still being finalized. Okay, so it might not happen, but there's going to be a Look, spinoff. The I already Patrick have a Star new show. I have a new talk show that I'm watching. And I yeah, don't you don't the, need another one. I don't need another one, and I'm still trying to get the title of it, which is Ned to Earth. Or net to earth. I don't know what it is, but it has Ned, a puppet. It's Ned to Earth. Puppets. You can get if you, like NBC, Ned to Earth. If people want me to watch their show, do it as a puppet. Oh, is it called Earth to Ned? Earth to Ned. Oh wow, we're both wrong. Well, I okay, don't care. Earth to Ned. Earth to Ned. Uh, we approve of Earth to Ned. Okay. Highly. On Disney Plus. Good job, Disney. Um. Okay. So moving on from the Patrick Star show, which hopefully. May or may not happen. Puppets. The Mighty Ducks. Emilio Estevez is set to star in the spinoff um, of the 90s sports classic movie. It's going to be on Disney Plus, along with Lauren Graham and Brady Noon. I like Lauren Graham. Have they not bled the Mighty Ducks so much? No, I'm telling you, this is what they're doing. 90s, 80s, and 90s. They are tapping in to our and our our. Siblings, I get what cousins, doing, nostalgia. At this point, I think the Ninety Ducks are blood dry. I think they had like four. They did two, have a lot of movies. Two movies and like three or four. I feel like they had three other like direct to DVD movies. They had the Mighty Ducks. There was a Mighty Ducks TV two. series, D two, which was Mighty Ducks two. And there are a third one. Um, they went to the Olympics. Yeah, but it doesn't. It's not telling me. But I'm. I'm sure they have more. I think they've had like four or five things. That like um. Blood. Okay, so then, three men and a baby. We we're assuming he will be one of the three men, but Zac Efron has signed on for a three men and a baby remake for Disney Plus. And my next question is, um, why? Because he was trying to get away from shit like this. He did a movie where he played Ted Bundy. He did a documentary series on Netflix. Like, he did stuff with Netflix. And now he's... Sorry, I thought I had something in my teeth. And now he's going back... She just, back. like, grinned right at me as if I was going to be like, No, there's a mirror teeth. right there. And I was like, what's in my teeth? Oh, it's my teeth. Um, he He went back to Disney, and now he's doing a show. Which, maybe he just wants to do... You know, something else, but I'm almost like, is this because they probably were offering him a bucket load of money and I more guess. than Netflix? You know what? You want to give me a reboot? Give me a movie of Face Off with Ryan Reynolds and 
Yeah, but uh, it would have to with Ryan Reynolds or Hugh Jackman. Yeah, but it would have to be funny because no, they're that's friends. the best part. I don't want to see that okay, would be amazing because you can have them be funny. Listen, I actually like Face Off. It's a ridiculous, it's outrageous, stupid movie, crazy movie. And Nick Cage and John Travolta are both not particularly great in it, but and I love that movie. That's why it's so good. And I, is that they're both if not they good redid it. it, they would have Ryan to Reynolds make it and, funny. No, all, they they just do banter. You can have banter back and forth. Like it would have, it would not, it couldn't be. It could be an action comedy. I could see that working. Where, well, like, they don't really, t- like, there's tons of action in it, and all the scenes, like, they're not ever really serious. Like, they're all funny. I they, can see if it you want, that way. The only way I could see the way you want it to work is if they were, um, one was an u- undercover agent, and the other one had to go, the other guy, like, he came, came unconscious, and they had him mm. in the hospital, and they're like, well, we need you to go, we need someone to go back undercover, but well, his cover's already there. And just be like, all right, I'll take his face and I'll go under there. And then have Ryan Reynolds act like Hugh Jackman. No, I know, I know. I think it would be... I would love it. No, I think, I just, I don't know. Um, Okay, just, so those are all the um, TV shows. There's a couple of movies. I'm only going to say the ones that, like, I think would even be... Oh, well, one that we know that's coming up is Bill and Ted. Yeah. So I haven't watched. It comes out like if it ha, if it's not out, it, it's coming out like momentarily. I think like the plot of it was kind of. Um, well, I mean, it's oh uh, September first. Yeah. So. So it's already out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, heard I the, I'm sure it's terrible. I heard the plot is like they're trying to find their song. He, their they, son or son's no, no, they're, kids. They're, no, they're trying to find like I I don't know. I'm seeing it from like clips of on TV, but essentially they're trying to find like their perfect, their awesome masterpiece song. And instead oh, of like, instead of like oh, trying oh. to find it, they just go into the future to tell ask themselves what the song was. Oh my god, that's hilarious! Like, that's so freaking lazy, but so, I, I would do it. I you know, I I like Keanu Reeves. Like I I just I love him. So I, I like would Keanu I would Reeves watch it. Like you know, sure. when it comes to who's the other guy in it? Uh, um, I don't know. I know he hasn't done. He hasn't done much, much acting. Um, Alex Winter. Alex Winter. Um, it's an awesome name too, by the way. They and you know what? I I'm sure one of the reasons that they did this was because they had. I guess he does a lot of directing stuff. Well, that's good. He's gone into like TVs. It shows documentaries. Good I think thing. he's a documentary. I'm gonna have to look him up because documentaries is my thing. I yeah, fucking love, love documentaries. Those, those. I, I could live off them. So I'll have to look him up. But that's what it looks like. He's been work doing more is uh, directing stuff. Yeah. Um. Yeah, he has way more directing credits than anything else. So that's awesome. Um, so yeah, I I would I would definitely see that Bill and Bill and Ted. Um, okay, American Pie. It's getting a remake for Gen Z, but it's gonna be female centric. Girls Rule, which is slated for digital release October sixth, before arriving on Netflix shortly after. It will focus on a group of seniors at East Great Falls who decide to finally harness their girl power and band together to get whatever they want. Their last year of high school. That's weird. That's not American Pie. American Pie is about horny teenagers having sex. Men and women. The whole point of that movie is to fucking get laid. That's all that movie is. Why are we adding layers? It's American Pie. Because now there's layers. The premise is he fucks a a pie. Well, it's not the premise, but it's a point in it. It's... (laughs) A huge part of the movie. Okay? It's that's I do I not agree with this. I would rather see a fourth movie with all the those people coming back and they all have kids now and they rent like a lake house for a vacation and they all like get together and they get uh, trashed. Sweetie, that, that movie already happens. It's called Grown Ups and Adam Sandler. Okay, did. well that's but with the American Pie. That I would Give support. Me Adam Sandler movie of Grown Ups, I'll take that. But I would take an American Pie like reboot like that, like a sequel with all the original cast, but now they're all middle aged and they have kids and they fucking hate their lives and like then they go off. Maybe they leave the kids with the grandparents and they just have like a week of shenanigans. Yeah, but you know one of the shenanigans is gonna be like Oh, somebody's gonna fuck, fuck Stifler's mom. <laughs> <laughs> like that is it's gonna definitely happen. Jennifer Coolidge is definitely making an appearance. Okay. Um, let's see. Uh, Tron. There already was a Tron. 
Okay, who wants Tron? Nobody. Next. Nobody wants Tron. We keep every year. Oh like, no! Disney Tron. is slated to remake Peter Pan. Oh, live action. Go for it. Just don't. Do How it. many fuck? I don't really care because care. there's Go so it. many different iterations of Peter Pan. To to Add me, to the lore. Go for it. anybody can can create their own Peter Pan. Like, because I, I wrote my own Peter Pan. <sighs> um. So I go for it. I I. If they can do a good remake, I will watch it. Yeah. I will see it. Um, all for it. So the real question is, every single reboot is just a slightly shittier show of a slightly shittier show from our past. Is that what I'm getting that in this whole list? That is very close to what is happening. <laughs> so I'm like, not going to say that's exactly much, what's happening. Pretty much we're going into a... But like, where, what where, you just said is like eggshell and what's happening is like off-white. Okay, so, so yes. like what I'm thinking they're doing is they're just literally going into the closet, opening it up and going, all right, let's do some cleaning like, in here. Like, oh, look at all these VHS tapes. Yeah, Does anybody exactly. remember who's the like boss? You doing. do? Let's make a reboot. We're oh, like, look, Punky Brewster on VHS. I feel like that's what they're like, doing. They're right, cleaning writing, out. Writing crew, come here. All right. You, well, it was here's a, a box. shutdown. You take three. Go make a show off. It was a shutdown. They all cleaned out their closets. They found all their VHSs from their Corona, old... we did not need this. Nope. <laughs> if we're going to die as a society, let us die knowing we didn't die with all these goddamn reboots. Yep. Scarface. Oh, what? Yeah. They had to take something really good and make it shittier. What? They had cocaine at the end. I mean, like, what else can you do? He plowed okay, his well, face in thing. a thing of cocaine. The thing is, Scarface existed before uh, Al Pacino. It was actually a movie from the 40s. So, I, the, Scarface is just a story that exists. It doesn't, it, it's okay that it's being remade. It's just that this is an iconic role, and it's an iconic movie for the, I think it came out in the, right, so obviously the Will Ferrell needs to play him. No, it's gonna be it's gonna All be like right. I will make a prediction. It's gonna be the guy um Jim Carrey. Um why, no. Stop talking. Um he's in Mr. Robot and he won the Oscar for playing Freddie Mercury. Rami Malik. I have a feeling it's gonna be somebody like Rami Malik is gonna play Tony right. Montana. And Who's I the boss actor. Tony Danza? Tony Danza. No, he's not gonna do it. Zach. Um, and the last Zach one, Zach. the last one is Dirty Dancing, which what, I guess like... Jennifer Grey is coming back. She, you know, she was in the original. It will be exactly the kind of romantic, nostalgic movie that the franchise fans have been waiting for and have made in the biggest uh, selling library title in the company's history. We well, don't need another Dirty Dancing, look, especially look, since Patrick put Swayze baby in the corner and passed. we wanted her to stay yeah, no there. All right, we already know it's creepy enough that this thirty-year-old guy was hitting on this high school I, girl. I and know. No oh my God. Nobody. She was what? Barely. If she was seventeen, barely seventeen. Yep. And he was definitely at like pushing thirty, if not if, older. Yeah. No man who is like a decade older than a teenager should be dating a teenager. That's like, like someone. It's just a little statutory rape. That's that's like someone looking up at someone and be like, "Hey, man, just letting you know, I'm dating this girl, but I found out that she's underage." Oh, let's make a oh, movie really? About it. Um, stay the f away yeah, from me, like, friend. I don't want to be on <laughs> FBI's most wanted list. Yeah, but it's almost like someone said that, and they're like, "Oh man, we should make a movie about that." Why? So well, so that when the court case comes up for you, you'll have something to like say, like, "Hey, I'm doing it for a role." <laughs> no, we won't get away with that. We will not get I away with that. I had to know what my character was thinking. So this this was actually a very long episode. I can't believe we talked this long. Um, but those are a number of TV and movie reboots that um, I, I found some articles about, and I just thought it was it, be, it would be interesting to talk about right. because I don't know if they're listening to uh, their audiences, but a lot of these are... Uh, Definitely unnecessary. VHS pull. Yeah, it's like they they just were feeling nostalgic, or or, or like somebody got, was watching a lot of TV Land. Or someone found all the posters from all of their I know, reboots right? and just like um, do this. I know, I know exactly what happened. People lost their jobs, and they had to move back in with their parents. And when they moved back in, they saw all the shit in their childhood <laughs> bedroom, the posters of Zach Morris and. 
whatever, Tony Danza, whatever. And they, they saw all this I, nostalgic shit. And then they were like, called it's up all, I also think because of the legalization of marijuana helped. Yeah. I think that helped a lot. Just people going like, I'm getting high, but is there a people picture didn't of Tony Danza near to me? Get high. Oh my God. It's a picture of Tony Danza near me. <laughs> Wonder what he's doing. We should be doing it. Who's the boss? But then he actually called him. Like they didn't even hallucinate calling Tony Danza. He actually called him and fucking signed him. And then the next day, Tony was like, emails him, "Hey, I'm so excited." And he's like, "What have I done?" Well, I guess I'm doing a reboot. Today. Anyway, um, so I hope that you enjoyed this uh, little uh, adventure down memory lane, nostalgic lane. And next time I, uh, we come back, I think we're gonna do a, another cantina chat i don't know i don't want to promise anything i don't remember what we're gonna do next but um anything else you want to add mr kevin i want a face-off with ryan reynolds okay if anybody can make that make happen, that happen get in touch with uh ryan or um hugh jackman what was the what was the i would tea? also like their numbers also by the way uh good job uh, to mint mobile was it Mint oh, Mobile? Oh, yeah, he is an ad. an ad. with Ryan Reynolds and the guy Rick from... Moranis, who Rick he Mo- even says, because he this is true, he was in retirement. He's like, we got Mick, Rick Moranis to come out of retirement to make this <laughs> commercial. And, and I turned to you and I was like, I, I'm interested in Mint Mobile because he got Rick Moranis to come out of retirement. <laughs> it fucking worked, okay? Oh, it, it totally worked. worked. Talk about nostalgia. See? Ryan Reynolds, he's doing it he's right. Doing he's it tapping right. into that nostalgia. Yeah, but, he, but the best part is the commercial had nothing to do with Mint with, Mobile. No, they didn't even say but, they were just. I think it was. I think it like, said it was fifty dollars a month. Uh, everything's unlimited. He goes, "That's all you need to know." Look, Rick Moranis. Yeah, he's like, like, "Why? Why am I here?" He's like, "I'm just a big fan." He's like, "I'm just a really big fan." <laughs> uh, but you know I what? It worked. It worked. I'm looking it worked. into it. Um, so yeah, look into Mint Mobile and sorry, uh, the commer- sorry, at, at the very least, AT&T. at the very <laughs> least, uh, it's a funny commercial. Um, So we are signing off, and I will catch you on the flip side. You have yourself a lovely day. A what? A lovely day. Bye, Bye, everybody. everybody.